coming to you live from Race City, USA. It's Blind Spotting, a NASCAR podcast from a fresh, personal, and blue collar take. Race reviews, race previews, the latest news, and more. And now, your hosts, Michael Colbert, Andrew Coates, and Travis Sherrill. Welcome back, everybody, to Blind Spotting, episode 95. My name is Travis Sherrill in the luxurious Cottle Creek compound, as always, alongside my esteemed co hosts, Michael Colbreth and Andrew Coates. Michael, it's been a while since uh, I've seen you. Uh, Andrew, good I'm to sorry. see you, I'm boys. Sorry. I hate to be um, not having your life. Uh, I'm glad I'm back. Yeah. It's been a month. Yeah, it's it been has. a month. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Um, how, how are we doing, boys? Well, I'm fresh off a plane. I got home about six o'clock tonight, and uh, were there any snakes or drunks on a plane? There were not. Yeah, there were one. not. No Dirks, Bentleys, or Samuel L. Jacksons. <laughs> but I will say, I do not miss living up there. It was fifty and gray. Yeah. Fifty Ugh. and gray. Yeah. And when we landed here, it was seventy and beautiful. And he's speaking yeah. of Chicago for uh, those of you that yeah. don't know. Right. Right. He has business up there in the yep. Windy City. I mean, it wasn't yep. horrible. I mean, it's not. It was still a, a nice day, but it's just like. The low gray ceilings, you forget how miserable yeah. life is. So those of you who live in the Carolinas or northern Georgia, be thankful. Yeah. I don't know about you boys, but this is kind of a depressing time of year for me. Uh, at least this year it is. Uh, my Atlanta Braves yeah, they, were, were shellacked. Thanks the top to, five records in baseball all lost their first mm-hmm. series. Yeah, thanks to Rob Manfred and his terrible playoff format that he doesn't care to change. Uh, and then, of course, NASCAR, which is the reason we're here, is winding down. And uh, I mean, do, and only three more losses till the Panthers have a confirmed losing season. Again. Well, I was going to say, do the Panthers even give us any hope to have anything to watch after NASCAR? Well, season? I'll tell you what's not going to happen this week. They're not going to lose. They're not going to lose this week. Right. As we continue to march our way through uh, to the number one pick that we, that will, we won't be able to use. That's right. That yep, we'll give to that Chicago. That we don't have. Uh, okay. Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, we're tonight going to review what happened at Las Vegas and preview Homestead. I, I wish Triple we, header. Last I, one. I wish, we were, I wish we were headed down there. I'm just saying. Man, if they move it back to the championship race, I'll go with you boys. Yeah. But um, I, I, I just... And... Right, it's not even a final rounder. No, it's, it's not. It's well, beautiful. It is get, for the no, trucks, but uh, we'll you know, just, we'll we'll go back. Yeah, we'll go we back will. One day we'll, we will. We'll do it. But I the mean, nice thing about being the final twice, race is, is October awesome. is a really busy month for all of us, and November's not quite as busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy. So man. let's jump into news there. What do we got there, Travis? Yeah. So uh, of course, I think we've talked about it before. Carson Hosevar is going to Spire Motorsports to drive the 77. And is booted next from this year. week, by the way. He got booted. Yes, he did. He got booted from his 42 Cup car. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek is going to drive that car. And that's that's pretty interesting, boys, because... He's a Toyota guy. He's a Toyota guy. But I guess they uh, got that approved because maybe Chevy's not giving them any manufacturer support, I guess, is how... Is how uh, that works out there. I'm yeah, not, and there might be a sponsor involved. Could be a sponsor involved. Because uh, they are switching, right? So he's a Toyota yes. driver. So yes. that's, that's not a... 
Uh, but it is interesting Carson's allowed to do it because he's still a... But anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Corey Heim, I thought, was earmarked for a Joe Gibbs Racing Xfinity Series ride. Not so fast. He's returning to Tricon Garage... Uh, in the number 11 truck next season, I did not... Which he ran pretty well this year, so... He did. I just... I didn't see this 20? coming. I think so. Something like that, you know? yeah. Now, is there an association with Joe Gibbs Racing? I see the 11 and the Toyota that um, makes me think of that. Not necessarily. It's it's all about that Toyota driver development program. Yeah. And Tricon but Garage... But I think Tricon was the one that kind of assumed the mantle after Bush went to Chevrolet. Yes, they were. And they, they're owned by David Gilliland, the former Cup Series driver. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, so interesting that he's going back there. Uh, and then someone who is not going back to their <laughs> current ride, Sheldon Creed, not returning to the number two Xfinity car at Richard Childress Racing next year in what was a bit of a messy turn of events. You know, I've, I soured on him a couple years ago. Remember at Darlington when there was something when he was in the truck series? He was the champion already, and there was an interview, and he said, do y'all remember that interview? Yes, he said, I don't exactly remember what he said, mm. but it was it was almost like, I'm too good I'm for too this. I'm too good for this? Why yep. are you even bothering me asking this question? Yep. And I can't remember. I just remember being turned off by that. And then and he I, had that back and forth with the guy that owned the Camping World. Yes, stuff. Marcus yeah. Lamonis. Lamonis yep. and yeah. So I think he's. I think his family's got money. I, he, he acts like like he, he must be okay without with or without the racing. So I want to ask you guys. It's like that. I just reminded me of that Hamilton line. Baby, you smell like your daddy's got money. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So hello. I, I want to ask you guys a question about this because. We saw this, and, and we don't exactly know how this happened in either case, but Matt Benedetto announces he's leaving his Truck Series team, not returning next year, and then he gets booted from that ride before the end of the season. And then now we see Sheldon Creed announcing that he's leaving, uh, whether he has something lined up or not, and whether that announcement was you know, whether the team forced that to be announced or whether Sheldon forced that to be announced. What do you think it is going on with all these guys announcing they're not returning to teams before having something else lined up or at I, least something ready to announce? I think they're under 30 and they're showing their butts just like these holdouts in the NFL and the holdouts in the NBA. I don't think it's any different. I think athletes athletes are taking their they, – they take into social media – they're gonna they're gonna advocate for themselves and they're gonna bet on themselves and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, I, I I think it's just more of a cultural thing than a NASCAR thing. But I may be wrong. But look at all of the people who didn't play in the first like preseason games for the NFL. Look at all the. I mean, James Harden's over thirty and he's kind of an ass anyway. But look at all the NBA holdout stuff. Like it's just athletes aren't. They're just not willing to put up with shenanigans anymore, whether they're real or perceived, and so they're opting out. I think in Creed it was maybe a little bit more like character, like what he expected versus like you know Austin Hills kicked his butt all week, all year. Yep. De Benedetto, it is tricky. I mean, the guy can't seem to hold a ride down, you know, mm. for very long. Yep. I don't, I don't know what that's about. But Michael, what do you think? I don't really have a, have a better answer. I don't, and. 
And they're doing this, but it's not like they're the top tier cup guys doing this. And no. the, the examples you use, like James Harden, these these are the, these are not those are the top. These guys. are not Canadian yeah, football yeah, league yeah, 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 guys. Yeah, yeah. They're not USFL guys. That, but when we're talking about the race guy, I, I don't know. I just don't. I guess they just feel really comfortable with whatever. The something's going to come their way. Um, maybe they've, and I guess they make good money, and maybe they've saved it well, and they've managed it, and they say, "Hey, I can live. I can live a year or two comfortably, and." Something to work out. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there's lucrative uh, ways to race in other pursuits mm-hmm. that uh, can they can make a living on. I, I have no or idea. Or maybe they're like, you know what? If this is the way pro re- pro racing is going to be for me, I, maybe I don't want to do it. Yeah, not, I guess so. I'm not saying they're walking away. That's not what I'm saying. But like, yeah. I want to do it the way I want to do it. And if I can't figure out how to make that work and be successful, mm-hmm. maybe I need to go try and look at something else as well. I mean... I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting question. I think for me, maybe this is way oversimplification. I think the Creed situation is a little easier to explain. I think he hasn't been enjoyed being second fiddle to Austin Hill for two years. He hasn't won a race this year. Ha- made the playoffs on points, but I mean, hasn't even been close to running up front. No. And uh, I guess he just decided, well, if Austin Hill's going to come back another year, I'm not because I'm not going to surpass him. I'm not going to be getting the best car every week. I want to go to a place that I'm going to have a better shot. I don't mm. know. I don't know where that is. Right. And well, yeah. right. I mean, yeah. but it, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like my 14 year old daughter. What do you like? I don't know, but it's not this, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. And it's also going to be interesting to see who they put in that car. I know we know that based on the announcement that wheeling wheeling engineering will be the sponsor. I wouldn't be surprised to put Matty D in it. That's a possibility. I, I mean, who else? Who else Chevy got? Yeah, I don't know. That's I it. would have said Hosovar. Yeah. That would have been a better we'll, we'll experience, see. I think, than him Spire, But So there's one final news item, but I want to tie it into as we start our race reviews. So Riley Herbst, we, we have talked about him a lot on this podcast and how when we started, he... He hit a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did, yeah. He, he wrecked a lot rarely of race cars. He had a he, clean he, car at the end, yeah. He wrecked a lot yeah. of race cars. Well, it was announced earlier um, last week that he would be returning to Stuart Haas Racing for 2024 to drive the 98 Xfinity Series car. And I don't know if this was going to happen regardless of whether he was returning or not. But, boys, he went out and put a whooping on him in the Xfinity race like we haven't seen. I can't recall a time. 16-second lead, wasn't it? 14.9 yeah. was I'm the... I'm glad the, pay money to be there. That now, the be first... Boring. Now, now just, so just to recap, the first stage, I mean, he started shotgun on the field. Yes. I think he was top... He was eighth or ninth by the end of the first stage. Mm-hmm. And he didn't take the lead till about halfway three quarters of the way through the second. Yeah. But once he did, they and came down, they got him out front, and he just drew, I mean. And no it, cautions in the third, whole third segment. He put it on them. And, and I think once it was out to 14, 13, 14 seconds, they were like, all right, just just hold that gap. Yeah. You know, you don't, I mean. Because there were eight, nine cars left on the lead lap. That was yes. It. And I mean, he was about was, to lap the, the last one, or the, yeah. whoever, whoever that was. But for a guy that I think he had run 
Andrew, I think you got 130 the, something races. Yeah, 139 races, I Just think it I was. I couldn't believe it was with, that many. With, I mean, three and a half seasons. Without a win. Almost and, four. When a lead is that big, you just you're. I know you're hearing everything, and you're wondering, okay, what's when's the caution yeah, got to come out? Happen? When when is yeah. a when's a tire going to fall, fall off? You know, something going to happen. Pop. Yeah, yeah. To where I lose this race. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. I, I am too. And not to mention the fact it happened at home. It happened in front of his home crowd. He's a Vegas native. Yep. And. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of, uh, without the tears, obviously, it reminded me a lot of A.J. Allmendinger's win uh, two weeks ago at the Roval. Except for A.J., it was, I don't know when I'm going to get another yes. chance to yeah. do this. Yeah. Win a cup race, yeah. For Riley, I think this was, I've got the monkey off my back. Let's see if this, you know, opens up the proverbial win gate. I mean, I think, though, it's just a one-year deal, right? As far as I know, yeah. I mean, the answer to why he was re-signed are two words that both start with M-O-N. Money. And monster. Yes. So they bring a lot of money to him. He mm-hmm. thanked them profusely, and he should have, because they stuck, stuck stuck by him. And, um, you know, if you've got a sponsor in your back pocket, it makes returning to a ride a lot easier. If he hadn't had that sponsorship dollars, he would have been gone before this year. Yes. Now, I do think his... His performance this year, and they mentioned it on the race, so it's not like this is my original thought, but he definitely ran better consistently this year. Mm-hmm. Last few races have been a little spotty, just in terms of overall performance, but he 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 had an entirely different season this year than his previous three seasons. And so um I, I think I think next year he's gotta be a championship favorite. I also wonder too how much impact having Cole Custer, a guy that yeah. ran extremely well in the Xfinity series before he was moved up to Cup. Did he win the title? He did not, no, but he, he won like nine races. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but I can't help but think that that has to help. Well, there's feedback. Riley and his Because there's no other Ford teams. Yes. So at least he has somebody that like during practice, and there's practice again. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to remember guys like Riley, and I know I've been really hard on him. Like when's he going to perform? They had no practice his first two years. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I mean he he doesn't have a lot of seat time, so yeah, good for him. I thought it was a uh, it was a good race till he stunk up the show. I guess if you're a Riley Herbs fan, that was I did a lot of fast forwarding in the third stage. Yeah, I'd like to dig into this sometime. I need to research a little bit more, but there's a lot of good race car drivers that call Las Vegas their hometown. Yeah. The Riley Herbst. The Bushes. The Bushes. Brendan Gone. Noah Gregson. Yep. yep. Brendan Gone. That's five. What is going on in Las Vegas? Um, also, Panic at the Disco, apparently, from yeah. Las Vegas, the, the band. Yeah. I, I, that's it. I, I'm just going through this. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. Las Vegas, that's a lot, of, a lot of good racers from the desert. I wonder if... I wonder, why, what, what I wonder that like they probably race them in Southern California, too. Like, yeah. it's probably... I mean, it's LA's only like four hours. Yeah. Um, probably, mm-hmm. there must be some racetracks around there. Yeah. But I mean, Kyle Busch grew up on the bull ring, the bull ring outside Las Vegas Motor Speedway, like the one at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it is interesting. interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So I know Brendan Gone was there because his dad owned South Point. Spencer yes. Gallagher, whoever that is. Oh, that's uh, Marty Gallagher's GMS Racing. Racing's the Las Vegas hometown for him. He's mm-hmm. a native. Um, yeah, yeah. I, interesting. Okay. I, so then on the Cup side, 
Um, <laughs> seven different leaders with 20 lead uh, changes, but um, this one was kind of a stinker too in that sense because Kyle Larson, I mean, kind of drove away with it. It was a decent race, but, uh, you know, it, it, there was nothing really spectacular, I don't think, about it. It was it was, it was was fine. It was average. Uh, a thousand laps led on the season for Larson, which I, I know that's the metric. But if you lead half the race at Bristol, that's a quarter of that. So I well, that's true, right? It so I don't. I, I almost would look at, like to look at mileage led as opposed to laps. But led. he didn't yeah. at Bristol, so that he no, didn't. I understand. Yeah. But I will. But like, if you lead two hundred laps at Martinsville, two hundred laps sure. at Bristol, two hundred yeah. laps at Richmond. I mean, you're right. I'm I, like how many miles led? That's right. How many miles? Many led? Anyways, miles Travis, led. you were going to say. I will say this: uh, with the amount of road courses that have been on the schedule this year, and with the amount of races over the last several years that have been shortened from 500 yeah, miles to whatever, that number's still a lot. And we've still got three races to go. I don't think he's, I mean, it's his to lose. I agree. I mean, I, I don't think I it's. I agree. I think it's, yeah. Uh, he, Him and Byron, I think, uh, it's theirs to lose. Don't sleep on Blaney. We're going to talk about Mr. Well, Blaney. Well, Mr. Blaney because, had a shock issue, and then he didn't have a shock issue. and uh, Or Denny. That's not. I don't think so. He'll make the final four and finish second again. I mean, that's. I don't know. Whoever's got the best last pit stop. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. It all it all boils down to one pit stop. Oh my god! So, um, Blaney fails post rake inspection. He was one of the two cars that was selected randomly, but they took it back to the R and D center, and whatever apparatus they used at the R and D center showed it not to be a violation of the uh, length of the shock. I think it was the right front or right rear. Doesn't matter. Um, and so they rescinded the penalty, which I, I don't think I've ever heard of. But I guess that's why NASCAR does it. Apparently, whatever apparatus they were using at the track was faulty um, and was giving inconsistent readings. But So it, it almost sounds like the, the Harvick thing from last week. Now, that in that the bolts on this apparatus that they use to measure the... Um, the length of the shock absorber, uh, the bolts, if they shift even a tenth of an inch, the measurements are off. And so get a new apparatus. So that's that's what happened. And why doesn't the, it happen at any other track? Well, it's never happened before. Well, that's what I'm saying. So why would the bolts, like the bolts, moved on the car? No, 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 no. Only apparatus that. On the apparatus that measures the shock absorbers in the NASCAR inspection. Well, line. that's what I'm saying. Like, then get a new, then get a new one. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, right. Like, I mean, why yep. is that the team's fault? Yeah, it's not. It's not the team's fault. They didn't. NASCAR didn't realize that it was a problem. That's when I, I get it. But they'll replace it. Yeah, like it's just a faulty. It's a faulty piece of equipment. Right. The thing was, they did not have another one to replace it with until they got back, back to, to R&D. The, so, and they didn't even know it was going to be... No. ...until they got it back to R&D, which I guess I'm glad NASCAR double-checked some of that stuff. Well, and the bottom line is, I think they realized, why in the world are they doing this? It's not This a, is an aero disadvantage. Right. Why would they do this? And so that forced NASCAR, I think, to investigate this further. Bottom line is Blaney got about forty points back. I mean, he was out. Yeah, he'd have had. To he win. was fifty six out. Uh, 
once the disqualification happened. Now he's what fifteen, and I think he's fifteen now. Which with two races to go, that's that's, that's yeah, that's very very manageable. That's doable. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on the race on Sunday? I mean, I, I don't. I, it was fine. It yeah, was not amazing. It was fine. It was there. You know, I, I'll say this: throughout this entire playoff, we haven't had that. Oh my gosh! I can't believe that happened. Moment. You know, I, yeah. I feel like it's been pretty scriptable. Like the top eight that are that are the top eight now. I feel like. They've been the best all year. They've been the best all year. and Except maybe Kyle Busch, but he's in there. Which yeah. is kind of the way you want it to shake out. It is. You don't yeah. want it to be like the baseball playoffs. Right. Um, I thought it was. Here we go again. <laughs> Sorry. Go Phillies. They have three oh. pits. So what was wrong? What What don't you like about it? The week off. The week. The five days off. Yeah. All of them. It cost all, all four teams that had the week off lost. Yeah, the only one that didn't cost is Houston, and I'm not convinced they're not cheating like they did in 2017. So, what would you do differently? Just start them earlier, or have the have a? Shorter... I'd add two more teams and make an eight game playoff. No, I would take two. So teams. Nobody gets a buy. They're would... not taking two teams I, out. I know, I know they're not. But yeah. I, I, anyway, that's what sorry. you do. Um, They'll add two more teams. That so, so this is this is exactly what Manfred wants. Why? Because they're going to bitch that the the layoffs are bad. Well, guys, we can't restrict the playoffs now. Guess what we have to do. We have to add more teams. Yeah, but he's not going to... Everybody gets a playoff. He's not going to do... That's the NBA is. He's not going to do anything. All he does is sit in his office in New York and count his billions. Well, I'd do that too, probably. Anyway. Uh, so let's talk segment, segment. Yeah, let's go. Chase Elliott okay. finished 32nd in a backup car after a tire went down in practice. I want to talk about that first real quick. I know it's not part of our segment, segment. Mm-hmm. The tire in practice? Yeah. We saw like seven right rears again go down. Either NASCAR needs to start penalizing somebody or Goodyear's got to make a damn better tire. Like, it's ridiculous that 30 laps in, somebody's in the fence. Every caution at Las Vegas was because somebody blew a tire. It's stupid. You know why it's happening, don't you? Yeah, the teams are lowering the air pressure too much to get the spoiler out. Exactly. So then they need to start putting penalties you blow a right rear tire at las vegas you're you're you forfeit qualifying the next week or something it's silly that we have races and yellow and red flags because guys are being dumb they're breaking the rules goodyear says this is the minimum tire pressure Mm -hmm. and it's cost it if it was if it wasn't if it was a road course and there could be a local yellow or no yellow at all but 30 laps in, all these guys know, well, we don't have to worry about green flag pit stops because somebody's going to hit the fence. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of that Indianapolis debacle where they could run eight laps. Yep, 2008. You know? And so I just think it's dumb. I'm not, and Gustafson has to go. So anyway, so, right. so you, you said <laughs> uh, suspension. So he missed seven races, one for a suspension. I think that was, we've talked about that plenty. Yep. He has 15 top tens. I didn't think it was that many. Yeah. Um, average finish, average starting position of 17, average finish of 12, best finish of second, <laughs> no wins. What's going on with the nine car? What do you think, Travis? I wanted to ask you as an Elliott fan, because mm-hmm. I've heard him give some interviews and they are the most uninspiring interviews that, that I think I've heard from a driver in a very long time. He sounds defeated. He sounds like 
somebody who just got their puppy stolen. I is it as an Elliot fan, and I, I don't. I'm asking you this. Do you think that he's like? Eh, I'd rather snowboard for a lip for whatever for fun. I've made enough money. No, I don't need to race. I think they wrote off their season. Season. I mean, they still like at the Roval. All they were talking about was advancing to the next round in the owner points. Right. So I know that they didn't want to run poorly because that's Chase gets the bonus check for that. Mm-hmm. And if they win the owner's points, that's a big deal. So they basically Sunday cost themselves that because they're ne- unless they happen to win one of the next two races, they're not going to make the final four for the owner's points. Right. Um, I, I, think, I think he struggled with focus when he came back because he didn't have a rhythm. He obviously got angry with Hamlin. And I think that suspension has just sort of tarnished the whole, the whole thing. Um, when you listen to him on the radio, I mean, he sounds similar. DeHaunt sounds similar, but when they miss it, they miss it bad. And Alan yeah. Gustafson's made some horrendous pit calls, horrendous. Cost them the Roval win. Now they blew a tire, and it wouldn't have mattered probably. But Chase came on the radio during the Ro- Roval and said, "Why are we not pitting?" And then the caution came out, and they went to the back. So, I, I think I think next year, if I'm Rick Hendrick or Jeff Gordon, Gustafson's got to go. He's won one title in 25 years. It's time to go. That's what it's I think. He's been there that long. Well, he's been there he since. He was with Gordon. He was with Gordon. He was with Mark Martin when he drove the five car. Yeah, he's been there a while. He's been there a long time. It is time for him to go. Gustafson is uninspiring to me. He's not a cheerleader. He's not a... I don't... I don't like him at all. I haven't liked him from the beginning. When I saw Chase was going to be paired with him, I went, oh, God. But I think this is a time when Chase is going to have to refocus. I think if, you li- if he's racing like this this time next year, you have to, just, you have to ask if he's just Kyle pettying it and wanting to go be a country music star like Kyle. Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Kyle did that in his early mm-hmm. career. But th- that's my thinking. I mean, what do you guys think? So let me ask you this, and then I'll give you my thoughts. So... Does he rebound in 2024? And so. does that rebound solely depend on whether Alan Gustafson is his crew chief? I don't chief? think it has to, but I think they'll do better if he's not. I mean, if if they switch crew chiefs, honestly, if I now that they're essentially out of the owner points, I would switch crew chiefs now. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to see him I don't paired know. with? Rudy Fugel. <laughs> That's not going to happen. happen. Who's Cliff, Lomans? Cliff Daniels. Uh, it's not going to happen. Um, Cliff Daniels is Larson. Larson, Larson. But yeah, who's, I know. who's Bowman? Um, hmm. Oh, gosh, what's his name? If I'm Hendrick, I'd put somebody else on the box for three races and see what happens. I, I mean, yeah. what you got to lose? What do you have to lose? Yeah. I mean, he's not, I mean, he can't run any worse. Um, I don't know. I, I think next year is a pivotal year for him. I, I really do. Well, it's going to determine whether his career is Kurt Busch or Kyle Busch. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Kurt Busch won mm-hmm. in his second or third season and never won, never sniffed a title again. Mm-hmm. Still won 30-something races, Yep, but just was never a championship guy. Um, hmm. I also think Elliott won his title, and then who came to town? Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. Chase is not top dog at Hendrick. I think that affects him. Well, he also races against Larson out there on the dirt and doing the thing. Yeah, but Larson's going to win two titles yes, if he wins this year since Elliott won his. That is a very interesting point. And I almost wonder if you could even say he's 
third in command behind Byron. Well, this year, I don't think he has the gravitas. I mean, Byron is less experienced and is not a champion. Okay. But I think the Larson addition was good for Hendrick and bad for Chase. It would not surprise me to see in two or three years Chase move along if he can't win another title with hmm. Larson as a team. Interesting. This is this is exactly why I asked this question uh-huh. because I knew that you would have some very yeah. thought provoking ideas. I'll be honest with you, Kyle Larson's a better driver than Chase Elliott. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know career wise, but Kyle Larson is a better driver. And this year, of course, William Byron is a better driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if you just, when, when we're doing this 15 years from now, and we look back on the two careers, Kyle Larson will be a three or four time champion and Chase may only have one if he stays at Hendrick. I mean, he, so we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, it's definitely disappointing. So let me ask you this and then we'll move on. Hendrick is cream of the crop. Where else would he go? Doesn't matter. Kyle Busch had a reinvigoration. Gibbs was there. right. Yeah, was, that's exactly the example I was thinking of. Yeah, right. Okay. Or Martin Truex, right? Yeah. Left Michael Waltrip Racing. Yeah, it was decent. It wasn't Hendrick. I understand, but had a, a resurgence in his career. I like we were talking about with with um, Creed. I, sometimes it's just somewhere different. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, um, both those guys are really young, so. And and they seem to get along fine. I don't think they're friends, but they're definitely not enemies. Yeah. Um, but I think also Chase, he's like his dad. His dad won one title pretty early and then never sniffed another one. The apple normally doesn't fall far from the so tree. So we'll see. I mean, I think, I'm sure, I'm sure that. Maybe he's okay with that. Yeah. Maybe I mean, he's fine with that. Maybe I, I mean Kevin Harvick has sixty race wins and guess how many titles? One. 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 Yep. So you know, I mean, you know, it's not Kyle Busch has two. I think it's too early to say. I think the beginning of next season will tell us. Yeah. A lot. I think. Yes. He needs I think a, the next year, and then if he has another zero win season, then the questions will start coming. Like Stella's got to give get her groove back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Okay. Just, I think this it. year, and that, I, he probably has mentally just written this off. He's just run, like yeah. I think. I think what happened. Well, listening to the scanner on before I had to stop watching the race on Sunday. Once they were in the back, he. I mean, they were just they were just riding around. Mm. Yeah, they, they they didn't care. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, the only reason you don't park it's because the sponsor. Right. Yeah. All right. Next truck schedule. Truck schedule. All three schedules. Um, bunch, a bunch of the same, but a handful of different changes. Um, Richmond gets Easter Sunday, Bristol back to concrete. We talked about Atlanta moves to second. It's two road courses in the playoffs, two um, restrictor plates in the playoffs. Well, speed, super speedways in the playoffs. What are your guys' one or two thoughts on the schedule that surprised you or do you like or didn't like? Like, I can open it up however, like, what are your one or two impressions from the schedule that you want to talk about? I like that Daytona is not the season finale. I like that that's not a uh, Darlington gives a better. It's just so many. Too it's a much racier place. Yeah, it yeah, is. You and can uh, control yeah, your destiny a little better. Yeah, and I like that. I don't like that it's just crapshoot at Daytona, and there's so much on the line. It just seems. I don't know. It's kind of like that one one pit stop determines the champions ish. So I like I like that. Uh, it's not really a surprise, but I like that Darlington's the finale. And it will be interesting to see if it stays, because the only reason Darlington's the finale is the two-week break for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yes. I so, don't uh, think it will stay. But 
I, well, it might. Eh, I'm not a fan of that move um, at all. Uh, I, I, but I think they they had to do it that way because you're not going. Otherwise, move, you got to swap the dates. You're not going to move Darlington off Labor. Oh, Day. Well, that's what I say. You got to move so, Darlington. You got to put Daytona on Labor Day. Anything else stick out to you, Michael? When's that, when's that Talladega race going to be in the fall? October sixth. Same weekend. Hmm. It's first weekend in October usually every year. Yep. Yeah. I think I've got plans already. But that looks, that'd be a fun weekend. The trucks, the Xfinity, and the triple and the, header. And the Cup, yeah, yep. that'd, that'd be trucks fun. on Friday, Xfinity Saturday, Cup Sunday. Yep, yep, that looks but, cool. But that's one of those like leave early Friday, don't get home till Monday kind of things. That's yes. like a, that's like a big deal. Be Daytona yeah. part two, part two. Uh, what about you, Travis? Which I'm super so, excited for that. By the way, for me, already me so too. Pumped. It's only like three and a half months. I yeah. know it's gonna it's gonna much fun. So for me, a couple things. Uh, one. I don't know how I feel about ba- uh, two super speedways in the playoffs. Uh, the same way I don't like two road courses in Mr. the playoffs. Mr. Predictable here. Um, give me Watkins Glen in the playoffs, but give me the Charlotte Oval. I think Marcus Smith is proving to have too much power. Um Look at the types of racing that we see. Oh, heresy, heresy. The the racing on ovals is far superior these days than it is right, it last to Sunday. road courses. Um, the other thing that I don't know about, uh, the after the first, I'm, I'm not counting the Coliseum, after the first two races, you could see teams down three race cars headed to the West Coast with back-to-back super speedway races. Yeah. Here's an here's the way I look at it. There are 36 races, correct? Mm-hmm. How many super speedway races are there? Six. Mm-hmm. That's 18%. Yep. So we're counting Atlanta as two yes. of those? Is yeah. Okay. Yep. What's the percentage of super speedway races in the playoffs? Uh, 20%. 20%, yeah. What's the percentage of road course races? 18%. Yep. What's the, in the playoffs? 20%. Yeah. I like the fact that the playoffs are mirroring the schedule. Five mile and a half in the playoffs is stupid. We don't run half our races on mile and a half. Hmm. I, have a, I, I have a counter to this. Yeah, Go I ahead. Don't, I don't like it. Well, the counter is that it's not all 10 races. It's not a, it's not a micro version of this. No, we don't I, have like the old we, we don't have cutoffs during the regular it. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. If it was I yeah, that would like that better, but I, I get that you got you got to you can't have a championship I would rather two races together. I would have rather now you can't do Watkins Glen or Pocono so late, but I would have rather instead of the Roval, like you say, go back to the Oval, but have Pocono and Watkins Glen. So Pocono's mm-hmm. like a half oval, half road course. Mm-hmm. I love that track. Mm-hmm. But I think the only reason you're seeing two road courses is because Watkins Glen played nice and moved the date because they couldn't have it on their traditional mm-hmm. date because of the Olympics. Yeah. So I think Watkins Glen probably got told, you're either doing it in September or you're not doing it. That Olympic break messed a lot of stuff up. So I, I like I, I like to just see how it's going to work because I do think that this round of the playoffs is the monotonous one. Two mile and a half, and then a fun one at Martinsville. But by the time Martinsville shows up, you've had two mile and a half. Like, yeah, at least we've got that. I mean, we're gonna walk into my, we're gonna walk into Martinsville with Kyle Larson having two wins, potentially. Potentially, I mean, or Truex, and I, I just, I don't know. You talk about there's not been as much of those fun and aha moments. Well, this round is why because 
I mean, it's two mile and a half. Stuff doesn't happen. Any yeah. other things stick out to you, Travis? I mean, they went from boiling in Atlanta to freezing in Atlanta. Who wants yeah. to go to Atlanta the last week in February? Yeah. Uh, the other thing that sticks out to me is we've got, a, I won't say a lot, but we've got more night racing next year. Um, and the Easter Sunday one at Richmond at night, like what? That's going to be people cold. are supposed to take. Yeah, it's be cold, and that's people are supposed to take Monday off. Yeah, I don't like that at uh, all. The Iowa race on Father's Day weekend that's, is at night. Yeah, um, that'd be a fun road trip. Yeah, that would be. But uh, I, I like the Sunday night or the Saturday night Cup races. I, I do too. I, I don't. I, I don't I do. like the Sunday night races if I'm going to them. No, but if I'm watching them on TV, sure. Yeah. Um, It'll also be important to know if NBC is not part of the deal in the next TV deal. There are no Sunday night races in the fall. Right. Yeah, we'll see. I, everything I've heard, they're going to be part of it. Um, but it's just a matter of what that looks like. And we'll, we'll, we'll find, find out, out eventually. Pro- probably, probably before Daytona. I would yeah, I, I would think. So the third segment segment, what... In your opinion, so it's only a thousand we, miles to Iowa Speedway. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's about, not bad. It's about twelve 14, hours. Four, okay, yeah. I mean, twelve and a half, thirteen. It was it was about 900 nine hundred to my house in Kenosha. Nine ninety five. Yeah. Hmm. Iowa on Father's Day weekend. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to go look to at field, that. Go to the Field of Dreams. It's probably. Near, I was near, cool. T- I mean, there's Iowa a lot Speedway. of neat things out there. Quad Cities, home of John Deere. There's a lot of the American mm-hmm. Pickers guys are out there in. Um, oh yeah. Du, du, Dubois, Dubain, something like. that. Yeah, it's one of those little towns. Yeah, it but is. it's in the Quad Cities. Um, Dyersville, Iowa. We are going to talk about who's going to make the Truck Final Four because by the time we come back in two weeks, they will be headed to Phoenix and it will be set. So, right now, Heim has a 23 point lead. I'm sorry, that is wrong. He has an eight-point lead. No, that's not right either. This <sighs> standings looks weird. We're going to do it the other way. Nick Sanchez is three above the cut. Christian Eckes is nine above the cut. Josevar is 23 above the cut, and Himes the leader. Grant's three below. Rhodes, five below. And then we get into desperation time. Tom Majeski's 19 below, and then Zane Smith's 36 below. So he's a must-win. Uh, probably Majeski, too. Yeah. Who are your final four going into Phoenix? Who's going to come out of Homestead in the top four? So Haim's already in, right? Or is he? No, he hasn't. No, won. nobody's not, won. Nobody's the two in. races have been won by non-playoff guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to say Eckes, mm-hmm. Hosevar, mm-hmm. Haim, mm-hmm. and going out on a limb here, aren't you? Top three and Grant Infinger. and Infinger. Is gonna do enough at Homestead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then he's gonna, his wife is gonna have a baby, uh, either Phoenix week or hopefully not during Phoenix weekend. Way to go Grant. Yeah. So that the that's either way. That's my pick. He's gonna he's gonna win the championship and then he's gonna uh, uh, enjoy a new bundle of joy at so some point. Nicholas Sanchez is out. I think so. He's just not consistent enough for me. I know he's a great talent. And you guys will disagree. I know Andrew is going to pick Nicholas Sanchez. Yeah, what, what you I got? would have, but not after the fight. I think that's going to be in his head, and he's going to he's going to hit it. He's going to put it in the fence. What you got, Andrew? Oh, I, I think Himes a shoe, and he's too far up. Yep. Um, 
I think Hosovar has to have a disaster. If he finishes top 10 in the first stage, he's kind of locked in. Not mm-hmm. exactly, but I mean, he's 23 up. I, so I think those two are kind of not, not even yep. a, mm-hmm. a question. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, ben Rhodes runs well at Homestead. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say Christian and Ben, but I want to say Christian and Grant. Okay. That's the same I have. Stage okay. points and ben for the folks that are below the cut. Stage points in those first two stages are going to be crucial. qualifying is going to be massive, and it's going to be it's going to be interesting because the first two stages are thirty laps each. So no fuel. So no fuel, but it's going to be interesting if there's a caution with say do you come in and ten to go. Yeah, what do you do? Do you come in and get tires, especially if you're not currently in How the top? How far is the 10? tire fall off? It can be like it's pretty dizzy. two seconds. I mean, so do you? Because if it well, if there's a caution with ten to go, I think you have to come. Yeah. If there's a caution with five to go, and they're going to go one or two laps, you can get stage points. Yeah. But then you're going to be a sitting duck. Yep. If or not a sitting duck, the other guys are going to stay out, and you're going to come in. Mm-hmm. And I think that only works. Well, it, it could work both stages because you'll you'll just have one pit stop that you'll have to make in that final stage so. but i think what you will see well no you can't you don't have enough time i was gonna say you could duck into the pits with two to go before the last Mm-mm. stage but then you get lapped yep that won't work so it'll be interesting to watch so you had heim hosovar Rhodes, and ekus michael or Rhodes and Mfinger. Rhodes and ekus okay okay i know i want grant to so I- let's do picks for that for homestead uh mm-hmm. let's start with those trucks who we're going to go with Michael, who you got? To win, um, I have um, have Ben Rhodes winning. Benny Rhodes. Andrew, what you got? Well, I struggled with this one. I did too. (laughs) Because most of the guys that have won truck races at Homestead are cup drivers. Yep. Um... I would say either Eckes or Heim. How'd Heim Eckes outran Heim at Vegas, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say Eckes. Heim's got a better finish. All right. I'm going to take Heim. Okay. I mean, that's I, I want to take Infinger, but I, he doesn't need a win to to make the, um, hmm. the championship four, being only two points out. Yep. So, um, Is he also racing for a ride, though, right? Yeah, but... I mean, I can't. The guy's made the final he's eight the gonna, last three he's years. He's gonna now. get a ride. I can't imagine somebody wouldn't put him no, in a truck. He doesn't tear their stuff up. He wins. Yeah, he's gonna get a ride. So, all right. What about Xfinity, Travis? <sighs> this one, this one was a little tougher. Um, you know what? Give me Cole Custer. Ooh, runs well at home. I say the does, ho- yeah, I, yeah. I say the horse is out of the barn, and Herbst is going to go back to back. I thought about that too. <laughs> what about you, Michael? Justin Allgaier. Yeah. He was my That's... third pick. How many times did they go to Homestead for that title and he just couldn't pull it off? Yep. And he runs well there. Yep. And for Cup, I guess I will go first. Okay. Um, I mean, you want to say Byron, it's a mile and a half. But until somebody beats Kyle Larson, I'm taking Kyle Larson. He has a two and a half average finish there in the last three races. Okay. Michael? Hmm. Yes, yes, that's a good one. 
Let me go with... Um, hmm. Truex is pretty good there, too. Kyle Busch. Yeah. He's got he runs well there. He does. He does. What about Tyler Reddick? He likes to ride the fence there. He will lock himself into the final four with a victory at Homestead. Reddick? Yes. Oh. I knew I knew you were gonna call it. That was a nice setup. Yep. It was. was it was. Yep. I didn't beauty. even know that was coming, folks. It's a beauty. Yep. Any guys, other things, uh, you guys? Yeah, I was gonna ask you, who do you think is the and I was just looking through the NASCAR app news uh-huh. section. Uh-huh. Um, since they do sponsor us now. And they don't, but they, they yeah they, they do. Should, they, they give should. us the same amount they, they gave us last year. Yeah, nothing. So yeah. who do you think is the all-time uh, lap? We're talking about laps run, laps led. The all-time laps led leader at Homestead Miami Speedway. Kevin Harvick. I was gonna say I think it's Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick is number. He has a lot of wins there, but six. He- Number six, 414 laps led. He has one win. Is it one Tony Stewart? Yeah, Tony Stewart is number four with 450 laps led there and three Jeff wins. Jeff Gordon is number nine. Uh, number nine. Striking out here. Striking out. Is it Truex? Truex is number eight. Is it Edwards? Carl Edwards is number one. Yep. Number one with... A total of 615 laps led. Number two is Kyle Larson, 529 laps led. And number three is Kyle Busch, four Tony Stewart, five Matt Kenseth. Oh, yeah. Number six is Harvick. Number seven is Denny Hamlin with three wins. Number also. 11 in your program, number one in Travis's heart. Eight oh. is Martin Truex, and number nine is Jeff Gordon. And rounding out the top ten... With 248 laps led, an average finish of 15.8, and one win, the awesome Bill from Dawsonville. No Bill kidding, Elliot. Yeah, that surprised me. Yep, sure did. Yep, Bill Elliott. That was for, he had a couple dominant races for Evanham. Tim, there. Yeah, sure he had did. one. Was it him or Bobby Labonte in oh, I think it was oh three that was going to win the race and had a flat on the white flag lap. I don't know, but I remember Mark Martin pulled his car into the pits in the white flag lap. At Bristol, Mom and Dad were at that race, and then the bottom fell out. But, Uh, you know, Homestead still, and this is a little bit biased, but still the most compelling race I've ever watched was that Edward Stewart battle. Mono y mano. No doubt. I mean, that was one of the best sporting events I have ever seen. Yes. Uh, let me ask you boys a question, not na- well, kind of NASCAR related, but but not before we wrap it up here tonight. Yes. Did you boys see the video on Sunday of the Bushman performing a wedding ceremony uh, at Kevin Harvick's pit box on the first pit stop? Oh, it was yeah, the a 15 second wedding ceremony. Uh, performed by the ordained Bushman. I did not. Uh, would Would your Who's wives? Who's the Bushman? I don't know what his name is. Like the mascot, like the Bush Beans guy, like the guy They're in the flannel like shirt Bush that says Beer? Bush. Bush. Yes, Bush. that guy. That guy. Yeah, the guy who's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, awesome. Would your wives go for a fifteen-second wedding? Oh, a wedding. Okay. If it was paid for by Bush on national television, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I had my rehearsal dinner at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah. Yes. You were there. Yeah. Was Travis del- was in diapers. Delicious, I was in shrimp. Yeah, I was in diapers. Yeah. yeah. One of no, my favorite he... commercials involving flannel 
is the uh, the Denty Moore stew where they've got the lumberjack and then they've got the beaver also as a yes. lumberjack. And he takes the... That's, I love that. I, I have to replay it every, every whenever time it's I, on Kate is dad it's the beaver the beaver the dingy more beaver it is so it's yeah it's I, a good, I it's a good it. commercial it, I want, it makes me want every time stew. I have Taco Bell about three hours later there's some dingy more stew so when we come Sounds back so uh, our next episode Tasty. will be in two weeks and we will be coming off of a trip to the Martinsville Speedway. God, I hope it doesn't rain. It's not supposed to, and it's as of right now, it's the highest seventy-five degrees on Sunday. Good, but we're going to get some chicken um, from Christmas Country. Aren't you excited about that? I, I yes. love it. Yes. So uh, we will uh, review the Xfinity Five Hundred Race Weekend and preview. Gosh, I can't believe it already. Championship Weekend. Yeah. At Phoenix. Phoenix is here. And uh, that will sudden. that will wrap up another another season for us guys. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget about the boys in South Carolina. They'll be here Rambling next week to walk you through Homestead, yep. preview Martinsville. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. So is it our fourth season? We're wrapping up. Yeah. 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 Started That's, in uh, 20... 20. 20. Yes. 2020. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So this is our fourth, third so full season. Birth yep. from the pandemic. Yes. yes, it was. I guess. So. Uh, Anything else, guys? I don't think so. All right. Well, enjoy the racing from Homestead this weekend, and uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks for more blind spotting. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Woo-woo. He's going to drive his